Good afternoon and welcome to the prayer experience on this Saturday afternoon. I trust that you are well wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining me and I welcome you to the prayer experience. You know, please share this video with friends and family so that they can join us and pray along with us. And also, just to let you know, we are live on YouTube, on Facebook, and we do have an audio podcast and a prayer experience hotline. It is um, a UK number and a mobile number. If you ring that number, there will be someone there to pray along with you. We believe in the power of prayer and in the power of agreement when it comes to prayer. You know, God listens to a prayer of agreement. There is a prayer of agreement and there is power where two or three gather and agree. Please make use of this. And also we have a prayer experience community on WhatsApp and on Facebook. Do join. We need more people to join and interact with other lovers of prayer and lovers of the word of God. Just children, God, gathering together and fellowshipping with one another. And we'll just go straight into Thanksgiving this afternoon. I want us to look at this scripture in Psalm 150, verse 6. And it says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I like the emphasis that it says praise the Lord twice in, in that verse. And also, I like it when it says, let everything that has breath, everyone, everything on earth, praise the Lord. And I was thinking, why should everything that has breath praise the Lord? And because of his goodness, because of all he has done for us. How can, how can we not praise him? How can we not thank him? For he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the beginning and the end of everything. He is in control. He is the way maker. He is the great I am. He is seated on the throne. Also, let us give him praise this afternoon. Join me from wherever you are, whether you are at work, in your kitchen, whether you are out and about today. Join me. Let's praise the Lord for he is good. Let's join in with the psalmist that says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Father, we praise you for your goodness and your mercy and your love for all that you are doing in our lives. You never fail us. You are the great Jehovah. You are the mighty God, the one and only God 
who's seated on the throne. You are full of grace and mercy. We thank you. We love you. We worship you. We glorify your name. We give you the glory and the honor that belongs to you. You alone are God. You are good. Thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters across the nations. Thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for my work colleagues, for my church family. Thank you, Lord, for I am not alone. You've given me a family, a family of God and my children. Thank you, Lord, for your provision, your grace upon my life, for clothes, for a home, for everything that you have given me. Lord, I refuse to take any of it for granted. You opened the heavens and you loved me. You know, while I was a sinner, you died on the cross for me. I thank you, Lord, for your salvation, for your gifts, for your goodness and your mercies that I knew each day. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We have given thanks. You know, there's so many things we can thank God for. God is so good. Yes, it doesn't matter what we may go through. We go through challenges and difficulties, but God is so good and he never ceases to be good. And we ought to come before him with a thankful heart, with an attitude of gratitude. And yes, I've noticed that it's Thanksgiving in Canada. You know, it's good when nations take time and just give thanks to the Lord. You know, I want us to look at, at the inspired word. And I want to talk about having a humble heart before God. In Psalm 51, this is a very familiar psalm to many of us. But verse 16 and 17 says, you do not want a sacrifice or I would give it. You are not pleased with bent offerings. The sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. God will not despise a broken and humble heart. You know, we may want to offer anything other than our hearts to God, but God wants a humble heart a heart that yields to him. We may think of other ideas of how whatever other things we can bring before God, but God wants my heart and my heart to be humble towards him. You know, God accepts weakness and he knows our weaknesses. So we should not hide it from him. It says in the word of God, if we confess our sins, he is just to forgive us. God wants openness in our relationship with him. You know, he said to David, remember King David, when he took Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, and made it his wife. God says to him through the prophet Samuel, he says, I gave you your master, I gave your master house to you and your master's wife into your arms. I gave you all of Israel and Judah, and all this had been too little. I would have given you more. David could have just asked for more from God. God had given him the key. He was king over the Lord's people. 
but David decided to take on another man's wife, a poor man's wife, and he took it for himself. And God was reprimanding him here and saying, why? I would have given you more if, if it was too little. You know, I work for the NHS and there is a term that is called duty of candor which is which is a which means an organization has a legal duty to inform or apologize to patients if they make mistakes or in the delivery of their care and treatment you know where harm has been caused that's what it means you know this duty of candor and the nhs is liable you know in the same way we should be open with God. You know, people accept openness. This is the culture, the new culture within the NHS. Because a few years ago, people, they used to hide mistakes. And I just want to encourage us this afternoon and say we should do the same with the Lord. Where we get things wrong, we take responsibility and say, Lord, forgive me. You know, even when we are struggling with something, we should say, Lord, help me. I am struggling with this issue. But many of us, you know what we do? We sweep it under the carpet. We don't deal with the issue, you know, but God wants us to be open and, and come before him with humility, give him our brokenness, give him our challenges. You know, what is it that you are struggling with today? We need to cry out and say, Lord, help me. I am struggling with this issue. God understands and is near to the broken. You know, like the scripture said in the beginning, it says that he does not want, we think God wants other things from us, but the sacrifice that is pleasing to God is a broken spirit. Am I aware that what I am doing is, is, is not what God wants me to do? The decisions that I'm making, it's not what God wants me to do. Am I broken enough to know that it pains the, the Holy Spirit when I am making decisions that are not according to his will? But when we come to him, in humility, knowing that we have gone the wrong way, knowing that maybe we have sinned or erred, you know, he is there to forgive us like he did to King David. You know, you, that is where it is important that we have people in our lives whom we can confess to, whom we can say, help me pray with me you know according to that scripture in james chapter 5 verse 16 it says that uh, uh, if we confess our sins to one another and we pray for one another so that you may be healed you know a problem shared is a problem solved so we should have the right support around us the right people around us to help us i want us to take a moment of reflection this afternoon and say lord help me let there be no mask between you and me i remember we were talking about fellowship with God and fellowship with man. And you know, as we 
we will learn to be open with God. We can be open with others too. Remember, we say that connected is interconnected. So as we learn to open up with God, we will learn to love others. We will learn to open up with others. But we cannot have proper fellowship with, with a mask on. So we need to take that mask off this afternoon and say, Lord, help me. No, you know my thoughts and my desires. Help me to have an open relationship with you. And we want, let us pray this afternoon and say, break any form of rebellion within me, any pride that is within me. Create a clean heart within me and renew the right spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for myself. I pray, God, that I will be open, that I will come before you with struggles, with challenges that I face, that I will not hide, but that I will humble myself before you and pour out my heart, just like Hannah did. She poured out her heart and, and God heard her cry and God came through to her. And I just pray for my brothers and sisters this afternoon that they will learn to pour out their heart before you, to come before you with a humble spirit, oh God, with brokenness, just as we are. And say, God, today it is difficult but your grace is sufficient and indeed we thank you for your grace is sufficient for us every day in jesus name i want us to move on and pray for the church you know that we serve the lord wholeheartedly and look at this scripture in acts chapter 11. i came across this scripture and i realized we were looking at it on wednesday and I just said, I'm going to run with this scripture. Pastor Daly was, we were looking at Acts 11 on Wednesday, chapter 22, verses 22 to 23 says, news of this reached the church in Jerusalem and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived, he saw what the grace of God had done. He was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. And this is the part that I really like. So what's happening here? We know that the Gentiles were coming to faith. And so the news spread. The Jews did not think that the Gentiles were part of it. You know, that salvation was for the, for, the, for the Gentiles as well. But they were coming to faith and the word was spreading. And Barnabas was happy for what was God was doing. But what I like is that he encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. You know, that, you know, those people who were serving the church was growing, they were disciples and the word and that there was growth within the church. But the part that I like is that, that we, they, he encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. Just like the other scriptures that I put up as well. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. I want us to pray 
that the church will serve the Lord wholeheartedly, will remain, you know, true to the Lord with all our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for our churches across the nations. We pray, God, for the church in the United Kingdom, that we will serve the Lord wholeheartedly. In Jesus' name, for the church in Israel, for the church in China, for the church in, in, in Africa, different nations of Africa, that we will serve the Lord. We, we, will have, we will love the Lord. We will put the will of the Father before our own will. I pray for the church in Nigeria, for the church in Canada, Australia, oh God that we will fix our eyes on you. I pray for the leaders of the church, that their hearts, oh God, will remain upon you, that we will, we will, we will, will keep our eyes upon the goal, that we will not be moved, we will not be shaken by the schemes of the enemy. Lord, help your church to remain focused, to love you, to put you first. Help us to go back to our first love. Help us, God, our hearts, Lord, to be fully yielded to the things of the kingdom, to the way of the kingdom. I come against distractions that, can, that may come along our way, whether it's the busyness of life, whether it's the challenges of life, whether it's sickness, whatever it is that may move our focus, I come against it in the name of Jesus, that the church and the body of Christ will remain focused, that we, our heart will be devoted to God and him alone. His will, his purposes, and his plans will prevail upon the body of Christ, upon every believer's life. Father, we thank you. We, we pray that you will uphold us with your righteous right hand, that we will have confidence in you, oh God. We will have confidence in our God, who is the great I am. With him, there is nothing impossible, that we will not be shaken, that we will not be moved, for you are our firm foundation in everything that we do. Every day, God, help us to focus on you, Help us to serve you with our whole heart. You know that word, that song that says, following Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus and no looking back and no turning back. That's what we should be as the body of Christ. And before I move on, I want us to pray that the church will delight in the Lord. You can only serve wholeheartedly if you delight in the Lord. It says in Psalm 37 verse 4, delight in the Lord and he will give thee the request of thy heart. But we need to delight in him. What does this mean? You know, I was chewing on this word and it means to delight in his excellencies. It means to, to delight in his presence, to choose God's way of doing things, to delight in his mercies 
to delight in his compassion and his values. You know, another translation says to do what God wants. If that is my goal, to do what God wants, then how can God withhold the desires of my heart can then align with his will? So, Father, I pray that we would delight in you every day, that the body of Christ will delight in the Lord, that we refuse to be sad, we refuse to be depressed, we refuse to fear, but that we will delight in the Lord, that the joy of the Lord will be our strength, that we know we are the head and not the tail, that we are blessed going in and we are blessed coming out, that we are blessed and highly favored. So I pray for the body of Christ to be delighted in you, oh God, in you alone. Father, we thank you that today you are restoring that joy, that dryness, that joy that may be shifted from our hearts. Lord, restore it upon the body of Christ, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. You know, time goes so quickly. I want us to pray for families, for comfort and peace. In Revelation 21, verse 4, it says, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. You know, I want us to pray for the Hallam family as they mourn the death of their brother, Michael Hallam, who would pray with us, a great brother in the faith. You know, I want us to bring this family before the Lord this afternoon, but not only the Harlem family, there are other families as well you might know. You know, I know a man I used to go to church with before I left a few years ago at West Houghton Church. He passed away this week, and I just want to pray for his family. He's gone home to be with the Lord. He's a man who really loved the Lord. But for the family, we need to pray that God will be their comfort, that God will give them the strength and the peace that passes understanding, that they will have hope, that they will see their loved ones once again. Father, in the name of Jesus, so if you know anyone who needs that comfort right now, let us bring them before God across the nation, any family that is mourning, that is in grief and despair. We pray, God, that you will comfort them right now. They will know your love and your peace surrounding them. We pray for the Harlem family. We thank you, God, that they will delight in you, even at this sad time of their life. And I pray for Cyril's family and his wife, that they will delight in you, that, God, they will have peace in knowing that their loved ones are with you, that they've gone to a better place. But, Lord, you know the right time. You cause everything to happen at the right time and at the right season in our lives. So, God, we bring these people before you anyone god who's experiencing any form of loss we pray that you will restore their joy 
that you will walk through this journey with them, that they will have your peace that passes understanding. I pray for peace that passes understanding in the name of Jesus. Let there be a wave of peace right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we lift them up to you. We know you love them. We know you weep with them and you know their pain and you are near to them. And we do not minimize the pain of losing a loved one. Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name, amen. I want us to lastly pray for healing. I want us to pray for, I know a few people who, who are suffering from COVID and God is on the throne. God will lead us and direct us. So today, I'm going to be praying for people who are struggling because of COVID. I know a friend of mine, I was supposed to meet her today, but she's tested positive. She's unwell. Her mother and her, her partner are unwell as well because of COVID. And, and, and a few people I know, you know, uh, who are unwell because of COVID. So let's pray that God will intervene and will bring them to healing and wholeness. In Psalm 107, verse 19 to 20, it says, they cry to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and he healed them. He sent his word and he healed them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring all those who are unwell due to COVID virus. We thank you, God, that you are seated on the throne and that none of them, oh God, shall experience the worst part of this virus. We thank you, God, that they will be restored to health, that they will be made whole because you send your word and you heal. There is no disease that you cannot heal. Father, I pray for those with underlying health conditions. I pray for the elderly. Father, that they will be healed and restored, that they will be protected, that your hand of protection is upon their life. The elderly within the church, especially God, I bring them before you this afternoon as we gather and join our faith. And we say, be healed in the name of Jesus. We break this head of COVID. You know, as this virus seems to raise its head again, we crush it in the name of Jesus, that it will have no power over our loved ones, over the children of God. Lord, we thank you. We claim healing and restoration of health in the name of Jesus. We break its hold. We break its power in Jesus' name. It has no authority in a believer's body. So we bind it in Jesus' name. It has no power but to leave and go. We plead the blood of Jesus, Lord, over these believers, over your people, oh God, who are unwell due to COVID or any other disease. We claim victory on their behalf. For oh, you are a God who is not confined. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we thank you for hearing us. 
as we gather this afternoon to pray in your name as we brought the cries of our hearts to you and our loved ones to you we thank you lord for your mercy and your grace for your compassion that leads you to heal for your help you are a present help in time of need we thank you god we we, we thank you and bless you and cover everyone of our loved ones with the blood of jesus we speak healing and wholeness over anyone that is watching this afternoon or praying along with us we say be healed in the name of jesus father we thank you for testimonies for transformed lives for all you are doing in our lives in jesus mighty name amen and amen thank you so much for praying along with me from different parts of the nation you know what for me it feels like we've been praying for five minutes i don't know where the time has gone but thank you from pakistan from nigeria from holland australia the philippines kenya zambia india canada and of course the united kingdom and yes we will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m but don't forget tomorrow 6 p.m we have a different one in store for you that is joanne talks with special guests and they will be discussing mental health and we're just trusting god for a blessed time tomorrow night Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day. God is doing a new thing in my life and in your life. Just look out and see that God is good all around you. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless.
Join them cry.